When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you looking to really accelerate your personal growth? If so, go to my website and download the free Abundance Benchmark. It's going to give you some amazing feedback on where you're stuck in life. Again, it's totally free, and you can grab yours right now at MatthewBivens.com. Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. Today's topic is inspired by an email that I received from a listener about two weeks ago. And before I get into it, before we talk about what she emailed me about, um, I just want to let you know that you guys can email me. I am accessible and I absolutely love it when I receive emails from listeners. And uh, it definitely is one of the coolest parts about uh, having this podcast. So if you have a topic that you want me to cover, if there's something that you're going through that you would like some feedback on, if you want to talk about your epic challenge, or if you just want to say, hey, then please don't hesitate to email me. My personal email address, yes, this is my personal Gmail email address, is mattcbivens at gmail.com, M-A-T-T-C like cat, my last name, Bivens, B-I-V-E-N-S, at gmail.com. Shoot me an email and I will absolutely get back to you. It might take me a little bit longer than usual these days, because right now uh, I am hanging out with a new seven-day-old daughter, my new seven-day-old daughter. Her name is Maya, and so I'm just getting used to this new role as, uh, as father, and so if it takes me a couple extra days to get back to you, just be patient. I have been giving myself paternity leave, um, not doing much work through the month of September, but uh, I definitely will get back to you. So now back to the, the email and the topic of today's conversation, which is all about the reason why you might continue to get into unhealthy relationships. And uh, the, the listener who emailed me, her situation is something that I think a lot of us can relate to. Uh, maybe you're currently going through this or you've experienced this in the past, but it has to do with relationships. And just very quickly, I'm not going to go into details, but you know, you're in a relationship. You, you, the relationship ends for whatever reason. You feel hurt. You feel betrayed. You feel wronged. You feel confused. You end up doing some soul searching you learn a few things about yourself, and then you go and seek out and find a new relationship, only to then get hurt, betrayed, wronged, and feel confused all over again. And you find yourself wondering, why does this keep on happening to me? If that sounds familiar to you, if you're in that place right now, you just came out of that place, or you've been there in the past, then we're going to talk about that on this podcast, in this episode. And if that has happened to you, then what I'm proposing 
is that you do not need to do any more soul searching. You don't need to do any more meditation or go to any seminars or any of that stuff. What you need to do is to develop very clear relationship standards so that you can have a very clear picture on the type of person you will allow into your life, into your home, into your bed, all of that. You need to create relationship standards and stick to your damn standards, all right? Because less than healthy relationships are due to a lack of accountability and standards around those relationships. So if you think about other areas in your life, you can most definitely conjure up examples of standards that you've created for things that are definitely not as important as your relationships. And for the context of this episode and in the context of the, of the letter from the listener, we're talking about romantic relationships, romantic, sexual, intimate partners, right? Whatever that looks like for you. So if you think about like choosing a car, right? Like I had a friend and he recently purchased a new car. He went into the dealer, you know, knowing that he was going to be, he was going to have a relationship with his car for the next like 10 years. And so he had developed some very clear standards for himself that the car he was going to end up with must meet. And so, you know, some things that you, you might have on your list of car standards might be safety, right? You know, you want to have a certain level of safety with your car. Um, your car needs to be able be equipped with all the different bells and whistles that you need for your life. You know, if you're hauling things, you might need a flatbed truck with with storage and areas to hook things on. Or if you have kids or something, you might want an SUV with plenty of, of room in it. Um, you might need a, you might have a price range in mind. You know, I only have this much to spend. Or I'm only willing to invest this much. Um, for my friend, it was gas mileage and size. Right? He wanted an economical car that wasn't going to cost him too much on gas and he wanted something that was in the, the kind of like the medium size SUV range. And that was like his most important standard for, for choosing a car. And least important to him were the make. He didn't really care if it was a Jeep or if it was a Ford or whatever. And he wasn't really attached to the color. But when he walked into that dealership, he had a clear list of standards that he could have spouted off at any moment of time. He could have been like, yeah, these are my standards for picking a car. Boom, 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 boom. And you've done that too. You've done that in a bunch of areas of your life. It may not have been around a car, but there's some, some thing, some relationship that you were about to get into, right? Again, relationship in this context is with, you know, we're talking about a vehicle, but it could have been a relationship with whatever that you're about to get into that you had very clear, well-defined standards for. But now I ask you, do you have standards for the primary intimate relationships in your life that you are either in right now or that you wish to be in soon? Do you have relationship standards or do you simply just leave things up to chance or fate or destiny and all that? I, am, I will firmly state and I firmly believe that one of those things is going to lead to a healthy, happy, more, more peaceful outcome, and the other one probably won't. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And so, you know, the name of this show is called Having It All. And part of having it all is being intentional as hell. Right? Because remember, all is an acronym. The first A in all is abundance. And so for abundance, we are actively working on being open to seeing abundance in our lives. And we do that through expressing gratitude and acknowledging magical moments. And the L in all is loving. And we're actively working on forming a loving relationship towards ourselves, other people, and life itself. And and working towards loving who we are becoming in the process and who we are in the face of life's circumstances. And the second L in all is life. And life, you can break that down into the six Fs. You know, we've covered that in, in previous podcasts. Faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, and fun. And we work on being intentional in who we are and how we show up in those six areas. So if we're working on having it all so intentionally, then why the hell would we not be intentional about our primary intimate relationships? It doesn't make sense. Right? It doesn't make any sense. So if you've been like the listener who emailed me, just constantly attracting people into your life that are not a great match for you, or if you're finding yourself having these like moments of awakening in a relationship where you just all of a sudden, like a flash, are thinking, why the hell am I with this person? Like, how did this happen? Or if you're feeling devalued or underloved, unappreciated, or just being treated less than what you believe you should be treated, then developing your own relationship standards that you will follow before you get into intimate relationships, doing that might be exactly what you need. I'm not telling you that it will fix everything. I'm not telling you that as soon as you write down your relationship standards, everything's going to be amazing in your current relationship, or you're going to meet a person immediately who's going to be able to fit in, fit within your standards. I'm not telling you that at all. I'm just saying, get intentional about the people that you let into your lives, into your bed, into your heart. Get freaking intentional about what those people are about. So I want to give you some things to think about when you're creating your own relationship standards. And I will come clean on this. This is not... The, 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 what I'm about to share, this like process to go through, is not my own. It's actually developed by Sarah, my beautiful wife. And uh, she has this amazing, really popular program called Unleash Your Humble Badass. And one of the eight different sections in her program um, covers relationship standards. And so as I was creating the outline for this episode, you know, I was thinking about the listener's email, and I, and I said, you know what, I want to do relationship standards, and I was talking to Sarah, and I said, hey, can I, can I use part of your Unleash Your Humble Badass? She's like, absolutely. So we brainstormed for that a little bit, and that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm using, and I'm actually going to put a link to Unleash Your Humble Badass in the show notes, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time plugging her stuff. Um, you can go check it out on her website and kind of decide for yourself if you want to 
jump into the program. Uh, her website is backtocomplete.com, B-A-C-K-T-O, complete.com, and then you can find Unleash Your Humble Badass on there. So anyway, when you're creating your relationship standards, you know, really just think about creating standards that fall within five main areas, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, and social. Those are some of the most important and, and uh, what's the best way to say it? Areas in your life that you are really putting in your time and energy and investing yourself into. Mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, and social. And a lot of the activities that we do, a lot of the, the, the things that are important to us can fall within those five areas. And so as we're developing standards for the people that we want to invite into our lives, into our hearts, be very clear about the type of person, like how they show up in these five different areas. So for example, with mental, you might want somebody who's involved in some sort of continued education or who is continuing to sharpen their skills or, or explore new interests, you know? Or you might want somebody who's like an avid reader. If mental is important to you, if, if being able to have mental stimulation, mentally stimulating conversations or experiences, if that's important to you, then you definitely want to make sure that the person that you attract into your life and who you partner up with is interested in those things as well. And again, you know, I'm talking, when I say partner up with, this doesn't, it might sound like marriage, but it doesn't have to be marriage. I mean, there's plenty of people who are in long, successful, sustainable relationships who aren't married. I'm just talking about anybody who you're really just wanting to invest a lot of your time and energy and heart into. So it doesn't have to look like marriage at all. It can be dating. Um, it's just a, the person that you are saying, you know what, I want to I wanna hang out with you. I want you to be a big part of my life. So the first one was mental. The second one, emotional. Perhaps you're looking for somebody who is an effective and honest communicator. That's probably important to you, especially if you've had a breakdown in effective and honest communication in previous relationships. Or maybe you want somebody who is involved in a personal development program or who has done some sort of self-help or who is interested in just overall self-improvement. You know, a lot of those things are are really geared towards impacting, shifting, understanding your emotions. And so if that's an area in your life that's important to you, then you definitely want to want to attract a person who also feels that's important to them. With spiritual, spiritual has a lot of different meanings. And I actually talked about faith in my last episode and kind of the spirituality falls within that. But if you're, if you know, if spiritual is something that's important to you, to you, then maybe you want to make sure the person that you attract practices practices some type of spirituality or faith based practice. You know, if you're, if whatever that you're into, that might be something that's important for you to have alignment with. Or maybe you simply want somebody who's just open to talk about spirituality, who's open to have conversations or maybe open to explore. Maybe you don't care if somebody defines themselves as one thing or another. You just want somebody who's willing to explore what spirituality means for them. If that's important to you, then you want to make sure that though that is in your relationship standards. Next one is physical. You know, physical can mean a lot of different things, but you might want somebody who just simply keeps a healthy 
an active lifestyle. You know, my wife and I are very active people. We love to, to run. We love to exercise. We like to go hiking. And some of those things are higher up in our priority list than others. You know, like hiking, for example, we might go hiking once every three or four months. We love it. It's a lot of fun, but we just don't get out and do it a lot. But if hiking was very important to her, if that was something she wanted to do a couple times a week, well, then she might want a partner who also shares that interest to that level. Also in physical, you might want somebody who just takes care of their physical body, who is conscious of what they're eating, what they're ingesting, who's conscious of the things that they're putting in their body, the food, the drink, the information, right? Because we're talking about health. And on this show, I've talked about health in, in, a, in a holistic sense, not simply, you know, blood work and diet and all that stuff, but mental health, emotional health, all that great stuff. Anyway, I'm getting a little bit sidetracked. So again, with physical, somebody who has a healthy lifestyle, somebody who takes care of themselves, that's important to you. You want to make sure that's in your standards. And finally, the fifth one I mentioned is social. You might want somebody who has their own set of relationship standards, somebody who knows the type of people that they want to invite in their innermost circle. You know, we've all heard that saying, you are the five people that you spend the most of your time with. My dad used to tell me that all the time. And so he used to always give me a hard time about my friends because at a certain stage in my life, I was hanging out with some folks who were helping to influence me to do things that weren't the best for my health and my, uh, my staying out of jail. So he was trying to influence me because he understood how important the people we hang around are in our development and, and who we become as people. So you might want somebody who's very conscious of that themselves. You know, if that's important to you, then make sure that's part of your relationship standards. So again, those five areas that you want to pay attention to and create standards within are mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, and social. And another thing that I, I suggest you put into your relationship standards are your values, right? Because if you value something, that's like, for example, my top values are joy, authenticity, family, character, love, fun, and wisdom in that order. Now, if it was incredibly important to me that my partner also valued joy, number one, then I have to be clear that that's my value in the first place before I can expect that in them or before I can go out and try to find that in another person. You know, family. Family is something that a lot of people value. I've, I've found this out recently with my own family, my mother and my sisters. I found out just how highly they value family. And where they place family was a little bit different than where I place family. And how they defined family was very different from how I defined family. So when we would come to the table and talk about things where we were both talking about family, it was very clear that we were talking about something a little bit different. You know, what she was talking about was different than I was talking about. And it is because value, or excuse me, family was higher up on her value list and was defined different than it was for me. But I wouldn't have understood that if I had not taken the time to sit down and really figure out what my values are. So if you figure out what your values are, then you can say, okay, I want a partner who also values these things. 
Like I said earlier, if you've been burned by somebody who doesn't communicate or dishonesty, right? If you've been burned by dishonesty in the past, then perhaps honesty or authenticity might be high on your value list. And then it's important that you have a partner that values that as well. So those are just some ways that you can create relationship standards and things that you can think about as you're creating your relationship standards, those five areas plus values. But I have to say, I have to, to really put an asterisk by this next part because your relationship standards mean absolutely crap if you don't follow them. You can have amazingly well thought out standards. You can sit down and go through this podcast episode. You can go Google how to create relationship standards. You can purchase my wife's course, go through it, come out the other end with some badass relationship standards, do all the work, but then not follow it. (laughs) Do all the work and then not follow it and simply just follow your sex drive. The next time you see a, a pretty person who happens to give you, you know, the time of day, just toss your standards out the window and end up right where you might be in this moment. Feeling like, why the fuck do I always get burned? Why does this keep happening? Why are these people not treating me this way? Why do I not feel like my partner and I are really synergizing? Why do I feel like I'm, I have a project and not a partner? All those things happen when we either don't have relationship standards in place or we have relationship standards and we don't follow them. So if you're inspired by any of this stuff in this episode and you decide to go and create your relationship standards, follow them. Otherwise, don't even put the the effort in. Don't just make yourself feel great because you listened to this episode and you sat down and you wrote a few things on paper. You know, that's just patting your ego. That's just saying, nice, nice job, me. I'm such an awesome person for doing this. If you're not going to follow it, it doesn't mean anything. Just don't even do it. But if you do follow this, then I will let you know, you will be presented with many, many opportunities to really rep how committed you are to your standards. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. As soon as you say that I value this over this and I'm looking for these types of things in a person, the universe is going to be like, okay, let's see how committed you are to that. And they're going to present to you the prettiest person that, that, that has all the, the attributes that make you tingle but goes completely against your standards and is going to say, choose. What are you going to choose? Are you going to choose to stick by your standards or are you going to choose to just put them in the closet for now and and just go have fun and then you wake up a few weeks or months or years down the road and you're like god damn i did it again so i'm i'm very excited for this uh for the feedback and some of the emails i'm going to receive from this episode because the relationships are i mean they're so important i think you know it's it's something that i sought out for years through my teens and 20s just wanting a primary relationship, a primary partner that just wanted to spend time with me and loved me and who I could love on. And I know it's a thing that a lot of people are just always seeking or wishing they had or wanting to improve. And I've done a lot of different things throughout my my past to try to 
find people that were right for me or turn a relationship around that was headed south or, you know, make myself a better person so that I could attract other people, you know, people that were more in alignment with who I was. And it wasn't until the relationship standards that I really found something that I could truly sink my teeth into and made sense for me. Because I've gone to the used car dealership with a list of standards for the vehicle that I wanted. But I never did that when I was entering, you know, the the social scene or the dating pool. And it wasn't until Sarah and I were married that we sat down and really thought about, okay, this is what I really want in a partner. And that can be a freaking scary thing because what happens when you're you're in a marriage, right? You've been with a person for a while or you've you've been you you've partnered up. Again, it doesn't have to be marriage, but you've partnered up with someone, you decide to, at that point, figure out what's important to you. And then you realize that you are on two very different pages. That's the universe being like, okay, what are you going to choose? And who knows what the consequence can be? Actually, never mind. I know what the consequence can be. You can break up. You could split up. Or you could work on whatever gaps you have and get realigned and there's a lot of things that could happen so creating relationship standards is not something to do lightly and just like pretty much everything else that i would talk about on this podcast it's something that if you're gonna do it fucking go in go all in create relationship standards and hold them hold them especially when you're being tested Because this stuff and a lot of the other stuff we talk about on this show don't mean anything when when times are peachy and rosy and great. When it really matters is when you're tested. Right? Like I'm a sports fan. And so, and I I used to play sports. You know, I used to play uh, basketball, soccer, I swam. So I had all these sports where you're asked to practice five days a week then you have a game on Saturday. So listening to this podcast and sitting down and writing out your relationship standards, that's the practice. Reading the books, that's the practice. Attending the seminars, that's the practice. It's when life serves you up an opportunity to actually use the tools that you've been sharpening. That's when it's game time. That's when it truly matters. And so what I hope for you is that if you are moved to create relationship standards, that when it's game time, you recognize that it's game time and you say, okay, I'm in it. Let's hold these standards. No matter how challenging it is, no matter how hard it is, no matter how how strong your urge is, right? No matter how much your loins are on fire for this person, despite knowing that they just fly against all your standards, what will you choose? So I'm very excited for the listener who reached out to see what she chooses, if she chooses to share with me, who knows. And I'm excited for you listening right now to see what you choose. So like I said at the top of the episode, I would love to hear from you. If you have some relationship standards, send them to me. I'd love to see them. I think it's really cool when I get to see other people's relationship standards. It inspires me and you know, makes me want to look at my own. If you 
want to learn how to create relationship standards, but you know, you need a little bit more help or, or more feedback or whatever, email me that as well. I'm open to all of it. Again, my email address is mattcbivens at gmail.com. So shoot me an email. And also, one more time, if you're moved, check out Sarah's program, Unleash Your Humble Badass. Her website is backtocomplete.com, backtocomplete.com. You'll see a tab up there for Unleash Your Humble Badass. And with that, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, it's, a, it's a very cool thing to where I'm at right now in my life. Um, Sarah and Maya are in the other room and Maya was sleeping. And so I was like, I said, man, I got an opportunity now to go record. And it's going to be really fun to record and just continue to produce this podcast and the other things I'm working on with, uh, with Maya around and, and knowing that one day she's going to be able to listen to all of this and hopefully think that her dad's pretty cool for putting this stuff out. So I appreciate that, and I really appreciate you listening. Um, I appreciate the time that you give me every week to just share some of the, the stories, the, uh, the experiences, the, the insights that um, I have and I've, I've collected myself or uh, the people who are close to me have shared with me and just to pass them on because, you know, these insights aren't mine. The aha moments aren't aren't unique to me they aren't something that only i like i created like they channel through me right the wisdom comes from somewhere else and it goes through me and goes into you and then you get to take it and pass it along to other people and pass it along with your experience added to it so it's a beautiful thing and that's what i'm trying to do on this show and so i really do appreciate you uh, being open to hear and being bold just I appreciate you being bold and I appreciate you stepping into situations where you're un- uncomfortable and really looking at your fears and seeing, you know, what scares you most and being willing and courageous and loving enough to step into it. That's really what it is. You know, when we're, when we're feeling un- uncomfortable, when we're feeling afraid, whether it's in relationships or something else. You know, you have a choice in that moment between love and fear. And just like I said earlier, when it's game time, are you going to choose love or are you going to choose fear? And so what I've been seeing in the the feedback from listeners and, and seeing in different places is folks are choosing love. And when they're choosing love, amazing freaking things are happening. So thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing love. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Two quick things before you leave. First, did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, we are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, all you need to do is visit firesidenetwork.com. And under Shows, select Having It All. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests, and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit MatthewBivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group, and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. 
I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So, again, you can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show, and here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.